0: And I worship you I am. Lord, you were, you are mighty in this place. You are about to listen to Bishop Chrissy Ampuffo, pastor of Lighthouse Chapel International, Takari. Bishop Chrissy Ampofo has a unique teaching with a clearer understanding of the word. Get ready for an awesome time in the Word and receive your blessing, healing, and prophetic word as you listen to Bishop Christy Amphobe. As I sing praises to your name, I worship you. You will speak to our hearts and you will minister to us, and we shall leave here refreshed. We shall live here with a revelation. We shall live here with your help in every area of our lives. In the name of Jesus, I pray and everybody say amen. Welcome the person by you. Tell the person you are welcome to church. What is your name? I want to be your friend. All right. We thank God for another Sunday. And um, this morning, for the short time that we have, I would like to share a little message with you on loyalty and disloyalty amen loyalty and disloyalty is a very important subject that affects us in every sphere of our lives so it's a very important message that is relevant for anywhere you find more than two people operating amen (laughs) do you understand what i said it's important for wherever you find more than two people operating. And um, the Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 2, that it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. It is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. Hallelujah. And um, to be faithful means to be reliable, number one. To be faithful means to be constant. Amen. To be faithful means to be truthful. When you look in the Tree Bible, the word for um, faithful or loyalty is noquarity. Noquarity. So, to be truthful. Are you with me? So, to be constant, to be reliable, to be the same. Amen. To be dependable. All these mean to be loyal, Amen. And in our relationships, um, as human beings and our in our relationships with God, Amen, we have to be faithful. It's 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 the basics of everything faithfulness. And when you look at the story of God Himself, the greatest problem that ever happened. In heaven was the disloyalty of Lucifer. Amen. Lucifer did not remain faithful. Lucifer was a steward. When you read Ezekiel and you read Isaiah, he was given a lot of possessions, he was ruling a certain part of the galaxy. Amen. And then he said to himself that he would also want to ascend to heaven and go and sit on the throne where god the maker of heaven and earth was sitting so he wanted to rise up and to become more than he was and to actually become god himself so he wasn't faithful to god you see and then he he spoke to the angels in heaven the bible tells us and he got a third of the angels to follow him can you imagine and he led a major aluta. Huh? It was not a, Yembo, a Wombo demo. And, uh, what was the other one that Danado? was Wombo. Wombo, we are dying. <laughs> uh, it was more than a Kumi Preko demo. And he led it, and one third of the angels, including him, were from heaven you see so disloyalty is a trait that comes to destroy human relationships amen and no matter how gifted you are no matter how anointed you are when you cannot be loyal then you are not useful you are not useful to god and you are also not useful to the people that you are with because of your disloyalty. Because you are not dependable. Because you are not reliable. Amen. If we are expecting you to be at a place, you will not be there. If we are expecting you to keep to your word, you will not keep to your word. Hmm? We cannot relate with you. We cannot live with you. You cannot be married. and marriage is destroyed by disloyalty. Friendships are destroyed by disloyalty. Churches are broken by disloyalty. Amen. When the assistant pastors break away and take a part of the church, it is disloyalty and it is breaking down the church and dividing the church into small, small portions. But loyalty is important to let us stay together. Amen. If you have a company... You need your workers in your company to be loyal to you. Amen. The common thing you see in some saloons, when you go, the girls, they are selling hair there. But when the madam is not there, they will tell the one who has come, she has removed her money to buy. Then they will say, oh, don't buy this one. I have a special one. The woman's so is not good. oh, so, say, you Ni, dry. But, brief May the rest. Ah, uh, do you know what I'm talking about? It's disloyalty. So, when you have a girl who is working with you, or you have people working with you, and you cannot depend on them, very soon you see that your company will be breaking down. If you have a, a, a hotel, you have a guest house, you have um, a business, and then you do not have loyalty in it, your business is not going anywhere. So, loyalty is a very important ingredient in life. Every businessman must understand it. Every leader must understand it. Are you with me? Yeah. Every leader must understand it. Otherwise, your organization would break up soon so i want to teach you very quickly on stages of becoming disloyal stages of becoming disloyal when somebody who is with you is becoming disloyal there are some stages that a person would go through and so i want us to look at the stages of becoming disloyal now the first thing you need to know about disloyalty is that it's a process amen it's a process it doesn't happen in one day amen it doesn't happen in one day it happens over a period of time and like many sicknesses you cannot really see the sickness till you look at the, look for the symptoms so when you see the symptoms of, of malaria or you see the symptoms of whatever sickness it is, then you can you can go on to diagnose what the sickness is. Is that not the case? So in the same way, you must be able to detect the symptoms of disloyalty in the people that you are working with. Amen. So the first stage of disloyalty, when somebody is becoming disloyal, his first step is the stage of independence amen the stage of independence or the independent spirit now if you are working with people or if you are living with somebody you are married or if you have a friend when that person or the people you are working with are moving into disloyalty you will notice it by an independent spirit beginning to show up in the person's behavior and life. Amen. Now, what do I mean by an independent spirit? An independent spirit is that spirit which makes the person independent of you and your leadership. So, if I take the example of Joab, in the bible now joab was david's major army commander amen he was he could be described as david's right hand man he was a mighty man amen he fought many battles for david but at the same time he was loyal he was also disloyal now one of the things you discover as you study the the philosophy of loyalty is that you can have people who are both loyal and disloyal. They are called dangerous sons or dangerous daughters. So they are with you. They are loyal at some time and at another time, they are disloyal to you. Wow. You see, so that's for another season. But today I'm talking about Eight stages of disloyalty. So Joab was independent. He was dependent and independent. Now the independence of Joab is seen in when David takes a decision, Joab takes a contrary decision. Amen. When David takes a decision. So, for example, David had a problem with a man called Abner. Amen. Now Abner had Uh, an issue with david and they fought and they fought it was a very bitter um enemy situation that they had but one day david decided that he was going to you know um patch up with abner he's going to um stop fighting with him and he's going to allow abner to become his friend again so he called abner for a meeting and when he called him for the meeting he told him his decision this story is in second samuel when we second samuel chapter three you see it now when he called him he told him that look we have been fighting for a long time i want us to stop so let us um as they say proverbial let us smoke the peace pipe are you with me let us let bygones be bygones and let us become friends again and so they killed some um some cows and they made a party and then they signed an agreement and they were friends they were happy they ate they drank and then he saw him off now when they were having this party and agreement joab was not there joab had gone to battle Amen. So when Joab was coming, as soon as he got to Trabang, he saw that Abner was going. He was using a hammer. <laughs> he saw Abner was going, saw him going towards Shama. He said, ah, is that not Abner? So when he got to the palace and he asked, he said, "Oh, Abner just left here. David made peace with him. He said, no, 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 no. It's not possible. He said, call him for me. So they called Abner, said that, "Oh, Joab wants to also have a word with you, so maybe he thought that because Joab wasn't there, Joab also wants to shake his hand or something. So the Bible says that when Abner came, Joab pretended like he was embracing him, and as he embraced him, he took a knife, and then he smote him in the fifth rib and killed him right there. Wow. He killed him right there. Now, listen to this your boss David has made peace how come you cannot accept the peace that your boss has made your boss has taken a decision but you the assistant cannot accept the decision so when you have somebody with you who cannot accept the decisions that you take And when you take a decision he takes a contrary decision that person is operating as an independent person from you manager listen to me oh manager the person is on a path of disloyalty and he's going to destroy your business very soon the choir leader says we are all wearing red and you say that no you don't wear red he said, Why is does he wants us to wear red? I don't, is there a tribe that likes red? Okay, so he will say, Because you are Asante Kotoko, or because you are Chelsea, he want us to wear blue. You say, No, me, I will not wear blue. I will wear red. Or I will not wear red. I will wear yellow. So all the choristers come, they are all wearing red, or they are all wearing what? was agreed at it should wear. By you, you are wearing something different. You so we are all fasting. You so I have fasted already. So, I cannot join this fast. Well, you are in the group. Once you are in the group, you cannot take yourself out of the group. It is even not ethical. Ethically, when you are a part of a group, you are bound by the decisions of the group. Amen. Yeah one day i was in tech and they took a decision in the hall and i wasn't happy with the decision and i said i wasn't going to do it and then one elderly um student said that if i didn't want the decision i should have come for the ESSA, the meeting the jcr meeting and then i should have voted so i asked, were you there I as i wasn't there he said, hey, so i should keep quiet and follow that thing because we are bound, we are a group. Once we are in a group, we have that's why you should vote. Some of you are planning not to vote. All of you who won't vote, we know who you vote for. Where you ask of you, they say they won't vote anyway. we are not talking about voting. <laughs> Listen, so Abner was independent of the decision that David took again. Um, Absalom, do you know Absalom? Have you heard of Absalom? Absalom was David's son who rose up and decided that I want to kill my father. Hey! I want to kill my father. It was his vision. (laughs) So, he waged war against David. And they went into battle. So, David gave an instruction. And David said that David said that if anybody sees Absalom, this one you see it in 2 Samuel chapter 18. If anybody sees Absalom, they should not kill him. Amen. He says they should not kill him and they should not harm him because he's his son. He still loves him. Is that not the case? James, are you by the keyboard? Somebody play the keyboard for me. The Bible says that when they went to battle, somebody saw Absalom hanging in the tree. You know, Absalom had very long hair. So as he was moving his horse, his hair was floating like that, like El Dorado. You know those Spanish people, some they have long hair. (laughs) You see them on the TV. Anyway, so his hair got caught up in the tree and his horse went from under him and he was hanging in the tree. And then, in 2 Samuel eighteen twelve, he says that one of um, Absalom's, one of the soldiers, saw him. And when he saw him, he remembered what, um, what David had told them. So he decided not to kill him. He went to tell Joab that I have seen Absalom. Do you know what Joab asked him? Joab asked him, did you kill him? That's the first question he asked. Did you kill him? Then listen to what the guy said. He said, though I should receive a thousand shekels of silver in my hand, yet would I not put forth my hand against the king's son. For in our hearing, the king charged thee. You see, not even them. But he charged Joab. He said, he charged thee, saying, beware that none touch the young man, Absalom. You see? and then joab said ahineha this guy will die and then he took um bible say he took three darts and he went up to where absalom was and thrust it in his heart and killed him so you can see once again that joab was not ready to do what his boss had told him to do amen an independent person or an independent spirit, you would keep saying to him when you go to work, when you go to church, when you go to the house or wherever. You say, "Didn't I say this? Didn't I say this?" And you say, "Yes, but I also, you know, I forgot or but this or but I I feel that this, you know." And then you begin to feel uncomfortable working with the person because the person does not have your mind the person does not think like you the person does not agree with you, why are you still working with that person, some of you are working with people if you have a house help a maid servant you tell her, today I will eat fufu so take the cassava from the fridge, you know and organize, by the time I get home it is ready, you come, she hasn't done it and then she will say that, oh, it is true but I felt that we should eat rice Hey, when did you begin to give decisions? Take decisions in the house. Next time when I tell you that I'll eat fufu, I'll eat fufu. So don't do that again. And the next time you come, she has not done kokonte. When you tell you so we ate fufu yesterday, so I felt that we should eat kokonte. You know, I think you should just sack the girl or the boy from your house because the person is not ready to be under your leadership. You have a you have a shop assistant who will not encourage people to buy things from your shop, but you don't know when they are buying, she'll be following them, you know. And then she'll look at the price. Five CDs. Then she'll say, they mm. <laughs> say, don't be deal. I said, Madam Dear So the <laughs> Newman if you do buy. Hey, na, take another one. Uh, then, uh, Three cities. Hey. Then she will be smiling. Then she'll say, Madam, but in Yamawe, you another shop, Be pricing a good pa. Uh, just off a corner, you know, first top corner. And uh, your friend, and then what? What's the name of the shop? <laughs> Adwa, Kofi, and Kweku Enterprise. cheap she's your shop assistant too and you see this behavior you see it in that she's independent you tell her open the shop at eight you will get there at nine and the shop will be locked and when you ask her she will just give you some excuse she never does what you tell her to do he never does what you tell him to do that person is independent of you and is operating with an independent spirit from you. Amen. Yeah. You have to begin to watch that person with another eye. Amen. I said amen. So this is the first stage of disloyalty. When you identify the independentness of a person, you are working, the person is close to you, the person is even getting married doesn't tell you doesn't tell you that she's getting married she's the main head girl she's the head girl of your, of your saloon she will tell you, you go to work where is her course? oh, in our engagement oh, engagement she's getting married so, ma'u nim <laughs> that, that when they told you that you should, uh, you should see yourself that you have even become a fool yeah. When she comes, her engagement present should be a letter. Say, I'm sorry I cannot work with you anymore. So go and enjoy your marriage. You do look like you are. And then if you're also not married, then it's like, Madame, now, I ain't, you know, get no in the where you need it. <laughs> no, but you see, such a person who is so close to you. You don't know anything about the person. You don't know. She doesn't talk to you. She doesn't relate with you. You see? But maybe you, the boss too, you are not connectable. So as a boss, you must be connectable. Is that not the case? You must be interested in their lives. You are working with five girls. Have you ever visited them before? Have you ever gone to their house before? Have you ever looked for them before? Maybe that is also part of the problem and and it will develop independence and the independence that develops it will not allow them to be loyal to you amen so maybe you should open up i feel that there's somebody here you are you have employed people but you are closed up to them yeah and loyalty is both ways loyalty is upwards and loyalty is also downwards if i hear you are in the prison cell I will say I don't know you. I will come to the um, central police station to come and encourage you in the cell. Once they called me one of the, the ladies in my church when I was in Adenta was had been put behind bars, so I had to go and visit her. And When I went, I had a Bible. My it was a Schofield Bible, leather bound. I had to encourage her. I said, Sister maybe God has brought you here so that the people here can hear the gospel <laughs> I said this is my Bible get it and preach there she was going to be for them for one week hey <laughs> you see? because I am loyal to her so in her, in, her, in her dark times in her night hour I must be there to support her is that not the case yeah amen that is why if you're in a group you have things are happening all the time we are a lot people die funeral people whatever you must make it a point to relate with your pastors relate with your boss relate with your manager amen you shouldn't be there silent that oh pastor will have a prophetic vision and he will know that i am in trouble no the Bible says, "Is any of you sick? What should he do?" The Bible says, "Even that time there were no phones." He says he should call for the elders, and then they will come. Amen. So your independence is shown in your not re- not involving your the other person in your issues. Maybe it is your boss. Maybe it is your pastor. And even in the marriage, maybe it is your husband or your wife. You don't involve your husband in your issues You don't involve your wife in your issues You are totally You know, one lady once called me She was very unhappy They had just gotten married She said the husband came home And he had bought Kenke And so she was doing one or two things Before she knew The man had finished eating the Kenke And so she said that Pastor we are married but he's behaving as if he's alone <laughs> when he goes to town he'll buy food for himself alone and he will come and eat you see so when you are married you are not alone anymore and you can't be independent of the other person you must be relying on one another so the spirit of independence is in the first stage of disloyalty when you notice anybody close to you becoming independent becoming distant becoming disconnected that person is on the first is on the first step to becoming disloyal to you one day the person would turn his back on you the second stage of disloyalty is the stage of offense the stage of offense. In Matthew chapter 24 verse 10 And then shall many be offended And shall betray one another And shall hate one another Matthew chapter 24 verse 10 The second stage of um, disloyalty is the stage of offense Amen Now when people are hurt They are usually prone to become disloyal to you So, amongst the people that you have close to you, you must always be looking out for the people who are hurt and offended and try to resolve the issues. Amen. You must try to resolve the issues. What has brought about the hurt and what has brought about the offense? Because the hurt and offense that the person has, it would make the person possibly betray you. Amen. And that is to become disloyal to you. If you look at Absalom. Absalom was hurt. You know. Absalom was hurt because David did nothing when... um, Is it it Adonijah? Adonijah raped his sister. Tamar. And Bible says that Absalom said neither good nor bad to him for two years. After two years he, he made a party. And then he invited him. Hey. And when he came he told his people that when he is drunk and merry take him out and kill him his own brother you see so the offense when people have offense people around you are offended or people around you are hurt and you don't resolve it it can become a major issue one day amen you see when somebody gets a wound recently my golf trainer he got a wound on his calf Do you know calf? Tiaps. How do you say it, Infante? One name (laughs) too. He got a a wound on his name too, and um, the wound would not heal. Hey! Not knowing that he had diabetes. Wow. It's been months and he's been on admission. Yeah very serious problem because the wound will not heal and, and if it goes beyond a certain point it becomes gangrenous they will have to amputate the leg you, you get the whole thing you see so when you are consistently and constantly offended there is a problem with you you see everything heals If you are normal, you would heal. But when when there's a problem with you, you will not heal. Yeah. So you find out that there are some people who are close to you. They are easily offended, angry. They are unhappy. You know, even when you have to speak to them, you are very careful. You don't know what to say. When you greet it can bring a problem. When you don't greet, it can be a problem. When you greet, you you didn't greet loud enough. Hey! (laughs) When you greet loud, you say you are shouting at me. Hey! (laughs) You don't know what to do. So now, every time, you have to try and be nice. You see, if you have somebody, listen, if you have somebody, and you always have to be nice with the person, that relationship is not a good relationship. Do you know why? Because we have something called sugar sickness. (laughs) Do you know sugar sickness? Huh? (laughs) Do you know sugar sickness? Diabetes. That's what they call it. And it's because your pancreas is not working so there is so much sugar load in your blood. Yeah. One of the simple Test you can do is just weave and see whether ants would have an assembly meeting <laughs> around where you weave because there's sugar in it. You see, so if we always have to be saying nice things to you and always have to be saying sweet things to you because we are afraid that you'll be offended, we are afraid that you will leave, we are afraid that you will become upset, then there's a problem with you. Because we have to now, we are loaded with too much sugar. And that is why you are not getting hurt. Because it's not everything that is nice. Yeah, in life normally everything is not nice. Sometimes a husband and a wife, you have to say things and it's not nice. But it has to be said. Sometimes a pastor and his church, he has to say some things and they are not nice. But he has to say it. But when we say it and you get offended. And you keep getting offended. And it is now a major problem there is a problem with you because you are not healing you are not healing you are not healing there was a guy called um, Cain do you know Cain and Abel yeah one day they went and they gave God an offering and God didn't appreciate Cain's offering so Cain became offended and he became upset upset and do you know how to do you know how to know when somebody is hurt or offended do you know how you see it on their face yeah so God asked him a question God said God said to Cain he said why is your face like that and the Lord said unto Cain why art thou rough and why is thy countenance falling? in other words why is your face like that? God asked Cain. He said, your face has changed. Your face has fallen." We need my Do you know how somebody's face falls to the ground? Can you imagine your face is falling to the ground? So God asked him that, "Why are your face there so?" So when you have you when you go in the morning and then you are having morning devotion, you notice that one of your girls she's very morose quiet, not talking, diplomatic, has a kofiyanan type of face, doesn't smile, doesn't frown, doesn't laugh, De- nothing, just from one face. Hey! You should look at the girl and say, hey, Abba, Abba, Sam, <laughs> they say, ma'am, three be- women. Be- I- you, should, you should shake that thing out of her. And then you, should, you see, so you see that it will trigger a reaction. <laughs> then she may charge hey you are charging <laughs> sister this is the last day you are in the shop out of the shop so you see it in the face so God was asking can you imagine God It had such a problem to even God that he asked him why is your face like that so you can imagine that the distance between God and Cain, and he was affected by his face Can you imagine a husband and a wife? Huh? Wife's face has fallen or husband's face has fallen and you are not like God and Cain. You are in one house. One bedroom. That's why when you build your house, sometimes you have to have two or three extra bedrooms. (laughs) You have to have two or three extra TVs. (laughs) sometimes the husband is located on the eastern part of the house (laughs) and the wife is on the western part of the house (laughs) you know because sometimes you need to have some space but when you have one room that you are in you would get angry faster (laughs) because anytime you lift up your eyes to the hills you will see your enemy (laughs) So you have to have another house, another room. Mercy. Or your house has to be wide enough. So when you sit at one corner and you angle yourself, you can be there like three days. (laughs) Anyway, this one is just to help you. Because you see, every good engine has a vent. Yeah. Every good engine has a vent. There has to be an exhaust. So there are always some bad things that have to come out. So sometimes it's like that it's not a bad thing but generally by one day two days three days you should be able to come back together what do you think yeah so Cain had a long face and God said to him you are hurt look at your face and what did Cain do the hurt what did the hurt make him do it made him to kill his brother Abel I mean it's so wild. Can you imagine? There were only two of them. All. Their father, their mother, and then two of them. He killed one. I mean, there was a prayer meeting. Two of my shepherds went for a prayer meeting. When they finished one of them, his money was lost. <laughs> so he came to they came to see me They He said, Pastor, listen to this problem. We went for a prayer meeting, we we're only two. <laughs> and when we finished my money was lost so where did the money go (laughs) anyway so the second stage of disloyalty is a stage of offense the person is easily offended by anything that you do or say amen when the person becomes offended easily with you then you must know that this person his days are numbered in your organization or in your life, the person is not happy with you, the person would want to leave you one day because of the offense and the hurt that the person has in her heart for you. You see, when you are okay with somebody, the person can do many things to you, but you don't get offended. Amen. They have a, a, a proverb in tree. they say that na ato adapa. You know, the Bible says that love covers a multitude of wrongs now love is like a river when the river is flowing and there's enough water in it you don't see the rocks under the river is that not the case but when the river dries up when the love dries up when you stand at the river bank you see the rocks wow the same river it hasn't changed it's the same just at this time the difference is that the love is finishing So suddenly, you can see that your wife doesn't respect. (laughs) Suddenly. uh, But you've been married for the past seven years. Or you were even in a relationship. How come you didn't know that she doesn't respect? You've been married for five years. How come you are now saying she doesn't know how to cook? (laughs) You see, but because now you are tired the love is finished and you are fed up and you want to take another decision now you are bringing allegations and the allegations are not new they were all there they were all there her mother is like this but the mother was there before you married her you didn't see it was because at that time you were not hurt or offended by her you see so in life you see that when there is somebody close to you who gets offended and gets hurt and never heals that person is at the second stage of becoming disloyal to you well this is all that time will allow us to have for today next week we shall continue stand to your feet put your hands together for jesus hallelujah 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 close your eyes and you want to pray for yourself and say lord may i be loyal to you No, the first person we must be loyal to is god god has a relationship with you and you want to say lord i want to remain loyal to you i want to be faithful to you what god has said in his word you would walk by it you will live by it you are prayed by it in the name of jesus in the name of jesus speak to god right now speak to him and say lord help me to be a reliable person help me to be a dependable person help me to be somebody who is consistent in my relationships in my fellowships with people may i not be like this or like that at another time in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus, name of Jesus. speak to God right now maybe you realize that there is some hurt and there is some offense in your heart and you find it very difficult to let get it out of your heart but you want to say that father help me to forgive help me to heal Help this hurt to get out of my heart. Help me to forgive my husband. Help me to forgive my wife. Help me to forgive my son. Help me to forgive my father. Help me to forgive my mother. Help me to forgive my boss, my manager, whoever it is that I'm offended with, Lord. Father, may this offense and this hurt, may it not travel and continue in my heart. In the name of Jesus, I pray. By this message. For copies of this message, visit our vision bookshop at our church premises near Wamkoane. I worship you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Our world Would you sing it with me? I worship the great.